This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama's Attorney General Steve Marshall releases a statement after a legal victory in a case before the U.S. Supreme Court. In a 6-3 vote, the U.S. Supreme Court sided with a lawsuit that challenged the federal vaccine mandate as applied to companies with over 100 employees. Marshall filed with other state attorney generals in challenging that mandate. Marshall says this decision is a win for the U.S. Constitution over the most overreaching un-American mandate that sought to force 80 million employees to submit to vaccinations or lose their jobs. Marshall says the mandate is based on a faulty public health premise that immunization stops the spread of COVID-19 and is also based on a faulty legal premise regarding the authority of OSHA to regulate public health more broadly. Marshall also expressed great disappointment for the court's other decision that did allow for the federal vaccine mandate to be applied to healthcare workers who do work within Medicare and Medicaid programs. Marshall predicts that this will cause frontline healthcare workers to find new work in order to avoid an irreversible medical treatment, such as the vaccine. He says that's going to happen at a moment when hospitals are already struggling for doctors and nurses. The state school superintendent, Dr. Eric Mackey, says that schools will decide themselves whether or not to test students for COVID-19. The decision from Mackey comes after the Biden administration is pushing schools to implement testing. The White House is planning to provide 10 million COVID-19 tests for schools so they can continue tracking the virus while also keeping the schools open. Of the 10 million tests, 5 million will be rapid tests and 5 million PCR tests that are sent to the Department of Health and Human Services. Mackey says he will not make a broad mandate to schools to engage in the testing, but leave it up to school administrators. If the school wants to set up a testing center and they have personnel to do it, then they'll be able to do that with these tests. I I will say many of our schools are not going to want to do that because they're already overwhelmed. They simply don't have the personnel uh, to set up testing. This is not, um, you know, it's, it's not simple like checking a child's temperature with a thermometer. These are very um, specific situations. He spoke to ABC 3340 News. A Huntsville police officer is placed on leave without pay and has had his state law enforcement certification revoked. Huntsville Police Chief Mark McMurray made the announcement this week following further investigation into the case involving David McCoy. McCoy is accused of murdering his pregnant girlfriend, Courtney Spragans, On January 7th, McCoy has been with the Huntsville Police Department for two and a half years. McMurray and the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's Bureau of Investigations held a press conference this week about the case. And I, as Chief of Police, requested the State Bureau of Investigation to take full investigative responsibilities. No interviews were conducted of McCoy prior to SBI arrival on the scene. When McCoy was identified as a person of interest in this investigation, I immediately relieved him of his role as police officer. All HPD-issued equipment was removed from his possession, and he was placed on administrative leave pending outcome of this investigation. Later that night, SBI agents determined there was enough evidence to charge David McCoy with capital murder. McCoy remains incarcerated in the Madison County Jail with no bond. On Monday morning, January 10th, 
I rescinded the administrative leave and placed McCoy on leave without pay, unexcused. David McCoy is no longer a police officer or an employee of the city of Huntsville at this time. The Jackson County Sheriff's Office found a slew of drugs in Scottsboro. John Leitner is now facing drug trafficking charges. The investigation into Leitner and his drug trafficking has taken place for over a year. Authorities found 361 grams of methamphetamine, 326 ounces of marijuana, 168 grams of crack cocaine, 86 grams of fentanyl, the drug spice, along with powder cocaine, four handguns, seven rifles, and a sawed-off shotgun. There's a different kind of powdery white stuff coming to the northern parts of Alabama. Weather forecasters are getting more confident that snowfall will occur this weekend in the north and north-central parts of Alabama. The amount of snow is going to be under two inches. The time frame for the snowfall is from Saturday night to Sunday afternoon. Roads may be affected not only from the snow, but also sleeting rain all the way into Monday morning. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden expresses disappointment that the U.S. Supreme Court voted down his vaccine mandate. They did so with a 6-3 to three vote. Now the president wants the states and private businesses to start their own mandates when it comes to vaccines. The Supreme Court put a stop to the enforcement of the vaccine mandate upon all businesses with more than 100 employees just three days after the emergency measure was supposed to go into effect through the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. The U.S. Supreme Court did also rule 5-4 to four in favor of allowing the federal vaccine mandate for those health care workers who work in association with the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. The Supreme Court also pointed out that there are still exemptions for these health care workers who object to getting the shot for either religious or medical reasons. On the same day that the U.S. Supreme Court announced these two rulings, a prominent doctor and a former Trump advisor issued a declaration of independence from federal government's forced universal vaccination policy. Dr. Robert Malone is the inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology that is used in these COVID-19 vaccines. He joined with Peter Navarro, an economic advisor under the Trump administration. The two of them published a document in the Washington Times. Both Malone and Navarro say that the COVID-19 vaccine is significantly riskier to those getting it than public health officials are disclosing. The two men say that the Biden-Fauci policies on COVID have utterly failed to prevent transmission of the virus and have instead caused more death and mortality. Malone and Navarro had various arguments against the vaccine. One of them included the recent revelation by the CEO of One America, which is a life insurance company. That CEO, Scott Davison, revealed that his company is seeing a 40% mortality spike in adults ages 18 to 64. That's a working age. A three sigma or a one in 200 year uh, catastrophe would be 10% increase uh, over pre-pandemic. So uh, 40% is just unheard of. And for One America, uh, we expect the costs of this are going to be well over $100 million. And this is our smallest business. Davison is CEO to a company worth $100 billion. He made the statements during a conference call that occurred in December of 2021. One senator from Arizona is dashing all hopes among the Democrats that they will be able to get rid of the filibuster rule in the Senate. Kirsten Sinema announced that she will not now or ever vote with her party to end that filibuster. The rule requires 60 votes in order to end debate 
on a bill so that it can be voted on and passed as legislation. The filibuster is how the minority party in the Senate can stop a controversial bill that has no bipartisan support. The Democrats, at President Biden's urging, wanted to eliminate that rule so as to clear the way to pass an election bill with a simple majority vote. That bill would overhaul all state elections and essentially put them under the control of the federal government. There are about 50,000 illegal migrants released into the U.S. that immigration authorities can no longer locate. The numbers from the Department of Homeland Security for 2021 show that 100,000 migrants were released into the interior of the country between March and August of 2021. They were given notice to report to the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency on certain dates. 50,000 of them have not bothered to do so. Their whereabouts unknown. These numbers come after Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin pushed for the DHS director, Alejandro Mayorkas, to reveal how that agency was accounting for all the migrant releases. The NCAA is recognizing natural immunity as equivalent to vaccination. The NCAA just released new COVID policies for the winter sports. Athletes and staff within the NCAA are considered fully vaccinated if they receive the COVID-19 shots and boosters, but also a new line was written into this policy, and it says individuals within 90 days of a documented COVID infection also fall into the category of fully vaccinated. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he says, let's just change it all. So President Biden gave this speech yesterday, and I didn't agree with anything he said. I mean, he was, golly. Go ahead and, and let's do clip two. These are clips of uh, Biden himself, segments of his speech, the angry old man speech from yesterday. Play clip two. Jim Crow 2.0 is about two insidious things. Voter suppression and election subversion. I've been having these quiet conversations with the members of Congress for the last two months. I'm tired of being quiet. Today, I'm making it clear to protect our democracy, I support changing the Senate rules. Whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights. At consequential moments in history, they present a choice. Do you want to be the on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? What a puppet. Okay, I didn't, I didn't mean for the, the what a puppet part to get caught in there, but that was Jesse Waters reacting. He couldn't help himself, apparently. But yeah, you heard it. It went on like that. By the way, he didn't stop with George Wallace, uh, the former Alabama governor who uh, stood in the doorway at the University of Alabama and, and, and demanded that we remain segregated. Uh, Alabama's come past that, by the way. Some, so I know, I know some liberals like like Kyle Whitmire at AL.com wrote a nasty article uh, or op-ed piece today. He's trying to win a Pulitzer, I'm sure, and 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 I'm, I guarantee it's already been submitted because it paints Alabama in a very negative light. It's all racist, the uh, in his opinion. Well, so right now the president of the United States has said that if we don't change the rules in the Senate to give him what he wants. If we don't change the rules in the Senate to change the way we do elections in this country, then you're on the side of George Wallace and not Dr. King. He went on to say, then you're also on the side of Bull Connor and Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy. That, that, is, that is the most over-the-top rhetoric I think I have ever heard. Um, and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's an awful situation when you consider the president of the United States 
who does not control the legislative branch anymore. Thank you, Mr. President. You're no longer in the Senate. I, you, may, you may have trouble remembering that. But he's no longer in the Senate, but he's demanding the Senate now change its rules so the executive can have what it wants. That's not the way it's supposed to work. Co-equal branches of government do not demand changes in the other branch of government in order to get what their branch wants. That's a complete misnomer. That is a complete mis. That's a fundamental misunderstanding of the tripartite uh, branches of government having co-equal powers. You can find more of Phil Williams at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and want to get those reports directly to your electronic device, well, you can subscribe on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back on Monday with another update. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 